Well, hello, friends and fellow weirdos. How you doing? I hope you guys are doing good and had an excellent weekend and had a marvelous, fantabulous Monday. Welcome to season number three. Yes, that was my (laughs) fantastic singing skills. Um, well, I sure hope that, um, y'all are ready for today. So I'm going to do something a little bit different. I know that for the first two seasons, um, the opening episode to our seasons have been, uh, fun facts with your host, but today I thought I would talk about my very interesting unsolicited terrible dating experience since I've been on the East Coast, okay? I have had some very odd dating experiences while being here in um, my year that I have been here. Y'all, it's been an entire year on the 13th that I've been in Virginia. Time goes by fast. Anywho, I have dated, I wouldn't even say dated, I've talked to, okay, listen, I haven't actually got into the dating phase um, with anybody because they've been weird, okay? It, it's been weird. So I'm going to tell you about my dating experience so far um, since I have been here. I don't like it. Especially men from New York that happen to move to Virginia. I don't know what it is about the men who are from New York that have moved to Virginia. But I don't like it. I don't don't like it and I don't like them. Anywho, so we're going to start off with uh, male specimen number one. An older gentleman, okay, um, very well off for himself, works for the government. Uh, I met him while I was here during my hiring process. Um, I had to, during my hiring process, when I was becoming a transitioning into dispatching again, um, I met him on one of my trips out here. And he seemed very handsome. I believe he was Nigerian, very handsome man very intelligent. Okay. Um, he, I liked it. Total package. Okay. Um, single dad and, um, and yeah, you know, everything was good. Conversation was great. Um, I would see him when I would come out, uh, during my hiring process, we would always hang out with each other. One of those days, cause I was only here for like two, three days. I think I, the most that I was here at one point was four days. Um, and so, yeah, FaceTimed every day, talk to each other, whatever, what have you. So that went on. Okay. So I think my first trip out here was in March. I believe it was in March. Um, that's when I met him. So we talked. Okay. So that's March, April moved in May. Okay. Then as we continued to, you know, deal with one another, August, August was 
the last time I spoke to him, this was last year, okay, of 2021. Uh, last time I spoke to him, he went to, he went to, uh, let's see, July, the first weekend of July, he went to a boys, on a boys trip to Miami. Everything was fine, so I thought. Uh, then my birthday weekend, second week of July, he went to California for a wedding. I think it was his little brother's. He comes home and I just randomly stopped hearing from him. And I was like, okay. Um, conversations started to get thin when he had his boys weekend in Miami. Um, he, yeah, so that was that. Uh, August, I think like the first week of August, I hit him up and was like, Hey, you want to hang out this weekend? He was like, I got to work, which was not uncommon for him to work on the weekends. And then I just never heard from him again. I heard from him. I want to say about, um, I'd say about two months ago, two, two, three months ago. Okay. So uh, we're in May, so that's what April, so February, maybe ish, ish around then. Um, he randomly hits me up and was like, Hey, um, like, do you want to know why I stopped talking to you? And I was like, No, not really. Uh, mind you, he's like six years older than me, okay? Mm, so I was like, Not really, don't really care. And so then he proceeds to tell me, anyways, he then tells me that uh, the reason why he stopped talking to me was because he had realized that he just wasn't ready for a relationship and um, he just wanted to be friends with benefits. And I'm like, well, why didn't you just say that? He then got excited and was like, oh, would you go for that? And I was like, no, no, I wouldn't. But instead of wasting my time back in June, July, May, when you decided that you just were not ready for a relationship and you just wanted to have somebody to smash whenever you wanted to, then you could have just said that and we could have dealt with that then. Like, bro, you're an adult. You are, you're older than me. You're closer to being 10 years older than me than not. And why? We could have, we could have, we could have dead it that a long time ago. So that was my first experience. Second experience, met a guy that uh, he didn't live up the street from his mom. His mom and his sister lived up the street from my aunt and uncle where I was staying at the time. There was a 7-Eleven down the street and I was at the 7-Eleven and so was he. That's where we met at the 7-Eleven. Got out my car. He looks at me, checks me out, looks me up and down. And then proceeds to say, you fine. Your booty not that big, but we can make it work. You got enough. Excuse me, sir. I looked at him, homie, I, he had to be like 6'6", six, 6'5". Six, six, and me being 5'6", looked up at him and I said, not sure if that was your way of getting at me, but you need to try again. Maybe think about what you need to say. And when I come back out, we can redo this conversation. I go inside, come back out. He says, I apologize. And then he, you know, introduces himself. 
And we go from there. We exchange numbers. Conversation was all right. Wasn't nothing special. Very basic conversation. Uh, one of the things, though, that he kept saying to me was that he his his words exactly was, I want to take advantage of you. He would say that in context of obviously, you know, having adult relations. And then he would always talk about having chocolate babies, which was whatever. He is, this is a black man. Okay. Just for the record, black, all these, all these fellas are black. Um, so then we would just, I'd be like, whatever, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to have no kids right now. I'm trying to get married first. So that was that. Uh, and so, but he kept saying the phrase, take advantage of you. So then, uh, he wants, he asked me out. I saw him a couple times and he asked me to go with him out somewhere. Um, and so we had decided to meet up at a like bar, uh, which was weird because he didn't drink and I didn't drink, but he wanted to go to a bar. So I was like, whatever. Um, but they like played music too. So it wasn't just like a regular bar. Like, I guess they played music and there was a dance floor and all the good stuff. So sure. Whatever. Uh, I text him. We made plans. He told me the time. I got ready. I said, hey, you know, text him. What's the address to the place? Didn't hear anything from him. I waited an hour, got undressed and went to bed. Just went to bed because I'm not about to wait for nobody. He texted me the next day and was like, if you didn't want to, if you didn't want to see me or you didn't want to come out, you shouldn't have agreed on the plans. Which instantly pissed me off because I was like, yo, I texted you twice and you never responded. He said, oh, well, I texted you the address and I never heard anything back. So I sent him a screenshot of my two text messages and his no response. And he was like, I waited for an hour for you. Uh, I, I waited a couple of hours and never heard anything back. So I was just assumed that you wasn't coming. And I said, well, if you were waiting for me half the night, why didn't you just call me? Or double text or something. When you realize that I wasn't responding, you could have called me and been like, hey, you good? Whatever. So that was that conversation. So he was like, well, let's do something today. Okay. That was Saturday. This is now Sunday. And I said, well, uh, you know, let's let's go for a walk. We can go to like a park or something and, and go for a walk. He agreed. Sure. So, um, that was earlier in the day, that day, about four, five, he said, hey, I'm getting ready to eat dinner with my family. Um, he was at his mom's house and he said, I'll, I'll hit you, you know, I'll hit you later. I said, cool. I'm thinking like an hour. It's still light out at seven. No problem. A homeboy texts me at 930. And was like, hey, like, you ready to go? Ready to go where? I thought you said we were going to the park. Sir, I'm not going to the park at 930 at night. That's weird. Okay? That's weird, and I'm not doing it. He said, well, why not? I said, because it's dark outside. What's the point of going for a walk in the park and it's dark? So then he tells me, because in the in the, earlier in the conversation, 
um, when we were planning on going to the park, he said, you know, we can grab a bottle and walk, like go for the walk in the park. I don't drink. So if you're going to buy me a bottle of something, let it be a bottle of water. And he was like, okay, that's cool because I don't drink either. And we had a conversation about, you know, drinking like tea and coffee and stuff. So I said, yeah, you just grab me a bottle of water and I'll be good. Okay, fast forward to 9.30 conversation. So he said, well, that was kind of the plan. And I said, the plan for what? And he says, you know, I wanted to take you. Like, that was intentional. Was it go to the park at night? And said, why would you want to go to the park at night? And he then says, because I wanted to take you to the park and lose you in the park. And I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, I wanted to take you to the park and lose you, like lose you in the park. And then he brings up the fact of um, of getting the bottle of alcohol because he then tells me he was like, I wanted to, like, I want to get you drunk and take advantage of you. And at that point, I was like, bro, you're weird. And this sounds like a setup for uh, a kidnapping, a kidnapping. I was like, yo, you that it sounds like a trafficking setup. So I was I, I asked him at that point, I said, do you normally tell women that you want to take advantage of them? Like, is that nor is that a normal pickup line for you? Like, and how do women respond to you when you say that? And he was like, No, I've never used that. This is like my first time using that. I said, Well, you should stop because it's kind of creepy. Because for me, I know people who were actually taken advantage of. So I'm, that's not, there's nothing sexy about somebody, a man telling me that he wants to take advantage of me, especially when you have to add in a substance to accomplish your goal. Like, sir, you're, you're weird. And so at that point I was like, yeah, I'm not, well, first of all, I'm not going to the park with you, um, at night. So you can dead that. Uh, I'm not going to the park with you at all. Um, the fact that you keep bringing up alcohol after I've told you on numerous occasions that I don't drink and you have also said that you don't drink, that's weird. And then the fact that you just keep, uh, to you, it's okay to use the phrase take advantage of when referring to adult activities, uh, with me is weird also. Uh, so I'm gonna stop talking to you. Okay. So that's that. Uh, yeah. So that was the first, so guy number one. He is not native to Virginia. He's also not native to New York. He was from, um, or no, he is. He's not native to Virginia, but he's from Virginia, but he was from a, a Southern Virginia area. Oh, so guy number two, he is native of New York, um, but came down to move down to here to Virginia. So then we moved to guy number three. <laughs> guy number one and number two were older than me. Guy number three is younger than me. And I knew that was a mistake from jump. Um, but he's not that much younger than me. He's um he he was he's a year younger than me. Whatever. So I meet guy number three. He was cool. We had light conversation also. It was a little bit more interesting, kind of flirty, very soft conversation, you know, just the normal getting to know one another, favorite colors, million questions type conversations, right? And so as conversation goes forward, he begins to say certain things like, um, 
just wanting to open the door to sexual conversation, which I was not interested in because that's one thing I will say this side note. One of the quickest way to turn me off from you in general is to have, is to have adult conversations too fast. I'm big about just communicating in general. So having those types of conversations are important, especially because I'm not in a position to want to engage in adult activity right now. Okay. So having the conversation of being celibate is important because a lot of men that I meet are not with that. So I don't mind having those conversations. But if you try to have them way too early, or if you just feel the need to always need to express your sexual desires to me, sir, we can stop talking at this point because I'm no longer interested. So he wouldn't do it too much, but he started to do it. So I was kind of like, "Mm, whatever with this one. Um, but conversation continued to happen. They were cool. We're having constructive conversation and, and talking to one another and getting to know one another until one day he drops the bomb on me that, um, he was in a court battle at, at the current moment because he was being charged with some hefty charges. And then he asked me if I was okay with that. And I was like, well, um, I'm gonna have to think about it because I've never been in a position like this before it's weird um and so i had i had to ask uh, first and foremost if what county he was being charged in and it was a different county than what i worked so i was like okay whatever um he had his he told me very close to his court date so i think like two days two or three days no that was at the end of a week so i think it was like a thursday or friday he had his court date that following week, early following week, and and um, during his court date, he all charges were dismissed. So, it it was it, whatever. So that was that. That was taken care of. Cool, fine. Then we start having conversations about just kind of other things, um, and I could tell that he was starting to get a little hostile. Another thing that he would do that was very weird is he would. Uh, his random moments where he would like to express certain um, adult activity desires that he had, uh, he would not tell me his name. So he told me his nickname, and I'm not big on nicknames. I hate when people tell me their street names. Uh, So I always ask for their government first name, the name that their mom gave them. But I didn't need him to tell me because... I had it on his caller ID, so I knew from jump uh, when he first called me what his what his true name was. So I never pushed the issue, but it was weird because he would like to tell me the desires that he had, but would not tell me his name when I would ask. And his reason was he could smash you as he could smash a chick, um, and that was not personal. But it was too personal for him to tell you his first name, which was very weird logic to me. Um, so you would you would have sex with somebody, um, but you wouldn't, but you you didn't feel comfortable enough telling them your first name. Okay, sir. So that was that. Then we started having conversations about just 
a little bit more serious things. And I could tell he began to become hostile more and more. I started to realize that he didn't like being corrected. He didn't like being wrong. And so as we started to go through conversations, there were just certain things that he did not like that I did, which was correct him or tell him that he was wrong or the fact that he was, he didn't, we had, we would have opposing opinions about things and he didn't like that. Um, and so I could give, I can give an example. We actually got into an argument. So we were talking one day, texting, cause I was at work and he said something to me in Spanish. And I had just, one of the words he used improperly. And so I just corrected him, simple correction. Uh, because it was basic and I was like, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm glad that you're using Spanish. Um, just this is better. So that way, if you say it to someone else, you could say it appropriately. And I thought everything was fine later that night. Apparently he didn't like the fact that I corrected him. And so he, as we were going through, we were talking about, uh, where California, and in the conversation, he kept saying, you're from LA, you're from LA. And I got mad and I was like, who said I was from LA? Like you don't listen to anything I say, because at no point have we ever had a conversation about LA. And he was like, but that's where you from. Who told you that? Cause I've never told you that. He was like, well, then where are you from? I was like, well, technically I'm from the Bay area, but I moved from San Diego. And he was like, that's California. That's the same thing. No, it's not. I'm like, no, it's not. That's like you being from the Bronx. And I tell you, you from Harlem. That's not the same thing. And he was like, well, in, in uh, New York, if you tell us that you from California, we just say that you from LA. But I'm, I'm not from LA. Nothing about me was associated to LA. We've never had a conversation about LA. He got very mad. He got very, very, very mad at that point um, because I was, he got mad that I got upset that he kept saying that I was from LA, even though we've never had a conversation about LA. And then I corrected him and told him that I'm, I'm not from LA and that I moved from San Diego, but I'm from the Bay area. If we're talking about like where, like roots, where I'm from. So he was very upset about that. He didn't, he didn't like that. Then the crazy part about it, as I was telling him, like he was getting mad. He was pressed. Okay. He was very, very pressed. And I had mentioned the fact that he was getting upset and he was like, I'm not upset. If I was upset, that means I would have to care. I'm like, but, but, but you are upset. I'm not sure where you don't see you being upset at. Um, and that made him even more upset. So, um, so that was the first half of that conversation. Uh, then we move forward to later in the conversation, same night, same phone call. Uh, I was at Walmart before I got home and he was getting ready to get off the phone. And so he told me, he said, you know, he said to me that, um, you know, I'm getting off the phone now, so text me when you get home. Now, for those of you who do know me, um, especially the men, I don't mind 
checking in and letting you know where I am or when I get home because I do that to people that I love and care about. Please let me know when you make it home. But there are some situations where you cannot demand me to do anything. You can ask and I will let you know if I'm going to be willing to participate or not. Um, But he was demanding. And I just simply asked, I said, are you telling me? Are you asking me? He said, I'm telling you, sir, you have no position to be telling me anything. Um, And so I was like, oh, okay. Um, And so you're expecting me to listen to you and do what you say? And he was like, well, yeah, I'm the man. And I was like, oh, you sure about that? And I was like, and if I don't let you know when I make it home, he said, well, if you don't, then, you know, prepare not prepare yourself to not talk to me for the rest of the week. And I was like, oh, is that a threat or a promise? And he was like, that's a promise. I said, okay. And he was like, you better, like, you better text me and let me know that you made it home. And I was like, oh, and I was like, so I don't have a choice. He was like, no, you don't have a choice. I said, do you really want to test that theory? He said, yes. He was like, you know, he didn't say yes. He said, you do what you do. But I know I better get a text message when you make it home. I said, oh, okay. And he was like, and if I don't, prepare not to talk to me for the rest of the week. Okay, sir. That was on a Monday, by the way. Um, And so I did not text him when I got home. And I didn't talk to him until that following Sunday. And he was very upset. And then he proceeds to tell me that he thought I was not the Leah that he thought um, that he thought I was. And I was not the soft and sweet girl that he met. And he didn't like the fact that I wasn't submissive to, to a man. I was not very submissive to a man. And he didn't like my masculine energy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Got it, sir. Uh, so you want a punk because I'm not the one. Um, and so, so yeah, so that, so that was kind of where that ended. But in the process of me talking to him, I ended up fine. I Googled his name. Okay. So remember that I, I, his name popped up on his caller ID when he would call me. So I knew his first and last name. And so I Googled his name. Y'all. Why an episode of Divorce Court popped up? And guess what I did at work? I watched Divorce Court. He was on there at the tender age of 24 in Divorce Court with his ex. He got a bunch of kids, too, and a couple baby mamas. So um, after our very last conversation and him telling me that I was not submissive to a man and I was not the person that he first met, um, and how he didn't like my my masculine energy. I told him, well, I didn't like the fact that you was out here lying and um, not telling me the whole truth. Um, and, and the fact that you was on divorce court at the tender age of 20, 24. Um, acting a plump fool, okay? I was watching that episode and I was like, ugh. You really think like this, y'all? His divorce court episode is another topic for another day, um, but it was trash. And he still had a lot of mentality tendencies that he showed on that episode of divorce court that aired and I watched. So, um, so I stopped talking to him because I didn't, I just couldn't deal with that. So that's been my dating experience so far. Um, here on the East Coast, and I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. 
And I, I do have a friend, a male friend, and he always asks me, we have conversations about it. And I'd be like, why are West Coast, why are East Coast dudes weird? And he'd be like, I don't know. But he's from Maryland. So I ain't never met nobody from Maryland yet or talked to nobody from Maryland. So maybe I can find a guy from Maryland and maybe things will be different with Maryland men. So we shall see. Um, but yeah, y'all, that's been my dating experience and I don't like it. I don't like East Coast men. So, Lord, if you listening, um, let my husband, you know, obviously be here on the East Coast, but not native um, to the East Coast. Let me get like a, a man from, I don't know, Louisiana. I've met, a, I've met some Louisiana men and they was cool. Um, my ex is from Louisiana, so that'll work too, I guess. Um, or like a country, I just need him country. Lord, just let him be country. If he from, if he, if he East coast, you know, let him just be a nice little country boy. All right. Well, y'all that's it for this week's episode. (laughs) Welcome to season three. I hope y'all feel welcome. Um, we need some new family members, so let your friends pass along the episodes and let your friends listen to them. Um, I got another story too that I want to tell y'all, but that'll be, I'll save that for next week. Um, all right, y'all. I love y'all. Have a great rest of your week. Do something productive, please. Um, let's get our things going. Goals. We're going to do a goals check-in too for, for the year as we enter into, we've almost to our halfway mark. All right. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Tell somebody that you love them, but first stand in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. Cause if you don't love you, ain't nobody else going to love you. I will see y'all bright and early next week, next Monday at 7 PM Eastern standard time, uh, 6 PM uh, central standard time. And that's 4 PM central uh, Pacific standard time. All right. 